and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my free training, The Three Legal and Tax Mistakes Made by New and Experienced Business Owners and How You Can Avoid Them. Here's the thing. There's a few key things we've all got to do to make sure we unfuck our biz. I've seen all the mistakes and I know how to help you get past them. So here's what I want you to do. Go to www.unfuckyourbiz.com, sign up for the free training, watch it, and do at least one of the homework assignments I share in the masterclass. Promise? Okay, now let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, episode 45. Today, I am doing another student spotlight episode with Crystal, owner of Crystal Lily Photography. Hi, Crystal. Hi, Brayden. How's it going? It's good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Uh, Crystal and I were just like kind of chatting about some fun expense stuff. We'll get to that in a few minutes <laughs> if you want to go there. Let's start out. Um, just tell everyone a little bit about your business. Obviously, based on your business name, we know you're a photographer. Yes. So I am a brand and lifestyle photographer. I'm based in Southern California, but I do work all over. And I've traditionally, I've done a lot of weddings in the past, but this year I am focusing on impactful brands. So that's really exciting because I wanted to have an opportunity to do more and help impactful brands share their message and give back a little bit more. Okay. So what is an, what does impactful mean? Impactful brands are brands that have an element of empowerment, whether it's something like even what you do, I consider you an impactful brand because you're um, empowering people to really get down into the nitty gritty of their business and be able to handle shit on their own. Um, brands that are in the health and wellness space because they want to make a difference in other people's lives or even those um, that are outside of those areas but have a philanthropic or sustainable element. Okay, because I was going to say, everyone, Crystal just did my new brand photos, so check them out. They're awesome. But I don't know if I was going to say, I don't know if you would consider me an impactful brand. So do I meet your niche? Because I'm not very philanthropic. I'm just here to make money. Yeah, but, but that you missed the part where I said, uh, talking about empowering people. I mean, sure. when you're empowering small business owners to really get a handle on their shit and essentially unfuck their biz as you're doing, I think that's empowering in itself. Nice. Love it. Okay. So recently, somewhat recently transitioned from weddings, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm still doing weddings. Uh, I put a cap on the number of weddings I take on and going forward, any new wedding clients that I take on, I want to encourage them to hire vendors that focus on sustainability or have a philanthropic element to their business because the wedding Love industry it. has a massive opportunity to make a difference. <laughs> Yeah, to like cut back on the environmental footprint and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so tell us, um, you were in the October cohort of Unfuck Your Biz. So the, I'll call you guys like the fall class. Mm -hmm. So the second round, there were uh, 18 of you. I think we actually had, I always forget, it was either six. Yeah, I think we had six wedding photographers in the group, like eight total photographers. 
So it was a good group. What made you join in October? Because I know uh, you were already in my membership beforehand and you already had your LLC. So a lot of the foundational pieces were already there. What made you decide that you still needed to join the program? The biggest thing for me was the financial aspect. I am a little embarrassed to say I never really paid a great deal of attention to the finances. It was just like, there's money there, things need to be paid for. <laughs> and, and I was a little bit willy-nilly on stuff. And that and was I, after how many years in business? Um, let's see. So I started as a freelancer in 2015 and officially made my LLC in 2018. So however you want to look at it. Oh, for some reason, I thought you'd been a photographer for like 10 years. I mean, as a, as like a personal hobbyist, yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I started photography when I was like eight, but I didn't start asking people to pay me for it until 2015. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So sorry, I got us off track there. No worries. I forgot uh, what we were talking about. I did too. <laughs> what was the oh, question? so it was why why you decided oh, why? to join the program? Yeah, more so because of the financial piece. I had always paid an accountant to do those things for me, and I thought with because my business grew a lot last year, and I thought, okay, if I'm going to continue to grow and scale my business, I really need to understand the financials. I need to have a better grasp on cash flow management and all of those pieces. And the way that you break down and distill information that's digestible to someone like me who hates math and taxes and numbers and all of that, that was my driving force. Nice. Yeah, you guys, Crystal, I actually took a volunteer when we were midway through the program to um, flush out the cash flow management content. And so Crystal got to do an hour long, no, a really painful, probably hour and 45 minute long presentation just with me to go through all that content. And luckily that was super helpful. I ended up tweaking a lot. Well, it was helpful for me too, though, because I got the first round. So it made me start thinking. And then when we actually did it in class, I was like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. The first time I explained it, I was like, this isn't really, I don't think I'm explaining this very well, but then we went through it live in class, which I think was better. And now I've revamped it again for the new course. And the, that presentation that we did is actually going to be the presentation I'm doing for the webinar for this course launch for the next. Oh, week. fun. Awesome. I can't wait to see like the relaunch. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it'll be awesome. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see what happens. Okay. So during the program, um, I know you attended most of the call, probably like half, right? Of the calls. Oh. Uh I mean, at least half, maybe a little more. There were some things that I didn't need to be on for. <laughs> right. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So we had, it ended up being about 15 weeks. So I think we probably had about 25 total hour long Q and A's. Mm -hmm. So what would you say? Um, because I know like you had already had your LLC form beforehand, other than the cash flow stuff, like what was something new that you took out of the program, out of the Q and A's? Um... Let's see. I, I mean, I'm, I'm really proud to say I mostly have my shit together. <laughs> <laughs> so you maybe learned that you were actually a little bit ahead of the curve? Yeah, I think, I think for me being, being with other entrepreneurs and kind of seeing where people are, some of it was validating like, okay, I'm, I'm on the right track. I'm doing the right things. Um, Quarterly taxes, I think, was probably the, the next best helpful thing because that's not something that I've done in the past. I've always paid annually. 
Okay, but Crystal, just to, so I will agree, you mostly had your shit together, but you just learned last week that bookkeeping software is actually oh my gosh. for bank transactions. <laughs> yeah, you, that is true. Thanks for calling me out on that. I kind of forgot about it because, yeah, I've been doing it manually <laughs> for so long. Yeah, so I if you, if you all didn't, yeah, if you all didn't know, if there are a few of you like Crystal who probably don't know this. I, so I actually am an advocate of doing it manually, like in the first little while before you have a lot of transactions. But after that, when you implement a system like QuickBooks or Wave, which is what Crystal's using, it syncs, it links to your bank account. So it auto imports all your business transactions. So yeah. then you, you don't have to type in all the numbers. You just have to classify them. Well, what I was using before, I had an app where I could take a picture of the receipt and it would load the information and then it would just export an Excel spreadsheet. And I did that because, again, in years prior, I wasn't quite as busy. But last year, going through it every month, I was like, there has to be a better way. <laughs> yeah, that's a qual. I we call that a quality problem. Yeah, thanks, Brayden. <laughs> yeah, well, when you when you start to get more clients and now you're so busy, that's a qu quality problem. It means you got business, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, fun. So what are your next steps? Obviously, the program is over. Now we've wrapped up last week, officially on Friday, three days ago. So what are your next steps as far as like the content we went through? My biggest thing is the cash flow piece. I, I already changed the way that I did, did banking because previously I had one single business bank account realized that I should have at least three. <laughs> so I, I went through the steps to do all of that. And now my next piece is severely cutting my expenses. I did invest a lot in my business last year and I spent a good chunk of money on education through courses, workshops, things like that. And I also didn't charge all of my clients last year for travel. That will not be happening again this year. Yeah, Crystal, how much of a chunk did you spend on your business expenses? Oh gosh, about 70%. Seven, 70%. Can you believe like when we were midway through the program, um, I'll, I'll have to ask her if she minds if I share, but so I won't give her name now. There was one person in the program, do you remember? She said her expenses were under 3%. I don't remember that, but I want to be that person. <laughs> yeah. Well, I ended up finding out, I think she was making like significantly more than I had originally realized. Okay. She's probably going to listen to this. So give yourself, if you're, if you're, if you're the student I'm talking about listening to this later, just give yourself a pat on the back because it sounds like you're crushing it, but she was just running a really, really lean business. So for most of you listening, like the target rate for most of us service-based business owners is like 30%. 3% is pretty outrageous. But as Crystal said, she just did a lot of investing last year in her business. Yeah. I'm, and I'm not upset about the amount of money that I spent because where I made the investments, they were wise choices and they had already started paying off. But yeah. So no, re, no regrettable course purchases. Actually, no. I'm very proud of my decision making around that. <laughs> okay, perfect. So you're working on implementing your cash flow. You got your bank accounts open. Did you already figure out your quarterly tax allocation percentage? No, that's what I'm doing this week. I, okay. I, I Yeah, I'm paying 2019 taxes and then doing all that piece. Pieces. Love it. So Crystal is in my alumni only membership. So, you know, if you have problems while you're doing your tax return, we'll iron that out during our membership call. And then we can also work on your tax allocation percentage. Yes. 
So easy peasy. So it sounds like you have a pretty clear roadmap moving forward. That's my goal for everyone. As I tell everyone, there's areas where you're gonna wanna spend a lot of time in the program and there's other stuff where you're more just spot checking. Like for Crystal, she already had her LLCs and her business licenses. So did you just like skim through those sections to make sure you'd kind of done everything right? Yeah, and and same thing even with contracts. I mean, I when I compared what you gave us to what I had, I was glad to see that mine was pretty solid. So it was just a matter of tweaking and weaving them together. Nice. Okay, awesome. Yeah, we've didn't that's the nice thing about doing these student spotlights is about half of you were really focused in on the cash flow and tax side, some people on actually back taxes and other people were really just joining like for the LLC and S Corp stuff. So it's a good little balance. Okay, so Crystal, I am putting everyone on the spot on these podcast episodes, my student spotlights, and I want you to share other than, um, and I promise you guys, I'm not paying any of these people to say any of these things, but two other people so far have shared the tip, just join the program. So I want you to share one tip with the podcast listeners that they could like implement now based on what you've learned. That you can um, def <clears throat> definitely the way that you do your banking so that you can see where your money is going and have a better cash flow system. I mean, I think that's huge. We're all entrepreneurs and we're here to like make money, right? Right. But you got, okay. So let me, let me rephrase the question. You have okay. to pick something that you can actually like tell them how to do it right now. Oh, that I can tell them how to do it right now. Oh crap. Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know you can do it. You just pick something a little bit more simple, maybe a dial it back. Um, and make sure you have contracts for everything. Is that, like I mean, that's like, like not, not just client contracts, but contracts with any other vendors that you work with. Um, uh, e even if you're doing things like if you're in the wedding industry, styled shoots, anything like that, have contracts and photo releases for everything. It's super yes. easy to get. And Brighton oh, has okay. the NBC store. Yeah, in the contract in the contract store on my website. Love that tip. Okay, I'm gonna run this by you. Sorry, this is slightly off topic, but we've more left more more left more. Oh Jesus Christ! More or less wrap this episode. So I was looking at a Facebook post today, and there was this individual who'd shared that she agreed to do a photo shoot for a very hateful influencer somewhere in Europe. I won't share much else, but basically they said they went there. The person was super rude. And then they didn't charge anything because they wanted to use it to build their portfolio. But then after the fact, she's looking at this influencer's Instagram account and realizing that the influencer's not tagging any of her photo photographers. <laughs> so she was like, what do I do? And a lot of people said, well, just don't give the photos. Or other people were like, well, you can still ask for payment. And one person shared, well, which on the surface, I thought this was a really good idea. But one person said, just post the photos on your own social account watermark them and then tell her she can just share them from your account. But then I said, I'm pretty sure you would still need a model release to do that because you're using it for commercial purposes. And like everyone disagreed with me, but that's just kind of the way the internet works. Yeah. Anything that I do, I mean, even with your shoot, we have people come in. I have people sign releases, cover your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I, full disclosure, everyone, I'm not an intellectual property attorney, so I tread lightly when I talk about these specific topics, but I just did a real quick, some real quick internet research, and basically what I found was they said, if you are, if you're taking a photo and using it for commercial purposes, where someone's likeness is determinable, then you 
would probably need a model release. So if you're just doing like street photography at like people at a distance, it's kind of different. But if it's like an influencer or a model or a business owner and you're tagging them, obviously they're recognizable. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's, that's pretty much the general rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm glad that you and I see eye to eye on this. Yeah, okay. and, and also, I mean, if a photographer takes photos for you, the nice thing to do is also to tag them, even if you did pay them, because that's, that's how photographers continue to make business and make money. Right. I'm gathering based on this post that this was a very new, fresh photographer. And um, let's just say an influencer who probably doesn't really give a shit about business norm, <laughs> business etiquette. <laughs> It's, that's also probably true. <laughs> not a good, not a, not, not, I wouldn't, I would say not a great combo when it comes to, you know, doing things amicably. Um, yeah. It also, I always feel bad for these new photographers when they post in these Facebook groups and everyone's feedback is always just have a written contract next time. And I'm like, I think, I think she probably gets that by now. Like, yeah. I mean, we all learn, we all learn the hard way sometimes, but this is also like, when, so I started mentoring this year and when photographers ask me things, these, these are like key pieces, make sure you have stuff in writing, put it all together. This will be things that I'll talk about in the Facebook group. Oh, I saw, okay. I saw another one about this person who was irate because they paid $150 for a sitting fee for portrait photography. And then they were pissed because when they went to go get their digitals, the person said, oh, I don't give any digitals. Like you'll have to buy all the prints because the person did in-person sales. And everyone was like, well, either the client did not read the contract and just isn't paying attention or the photographer was not communicating well at all. Yes. Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Any other last quick tips you want to share before we close out this podcast? Um, no tips, but the one thing that I would say is if you're at a point in business where you kind of feel like you're a little bit stuck, you're a little nervous or apprehensive about investing in Braden's Unfuck Your Biz course, if you spend money anywhere, spend it on getting down into your financials and your legal stuff first before buying that fun workshop ticket because this is so much more important personally from my that's my perspective <laughs> yeah i mean i tend to agree but i'm a little biased well i'm not tip. biased so <laughs> <laughs> okay all right well thank you so much crystal uh everyone i've been sharing on these student spotlight episodes i did create a very very fun quiz so if you want to take my quiz it's titled which UFYB alum are you? So you can go answer it. I believe it's only four questions. So you're going to answer the four questions and see if you are a Crystal or maybe an Amanda. Um, that sounds really funny to say it that way. <laughs> see which, basically which alum of the program your business most closely aligns. And the goal of that quiz is really to compare where your business is right now to someone's business when they entered the program and then highlight what you could get out of it. So Go take the quiz. Um, I also have an upcoming free masterclass, which is titled How to Save for Taxes and Manage Cash Flow Without Stress and Overwhelm. I'll be walking you through the core outline of what we tackle inside of the course itself. So you can join that at bradendrake.com forward slash masterclass. And as always, if you forget all those links, you can always find them in the show notes at unfuckyourbiz.com. So thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe if you're loving the podcast and I will be back in your earbuds or speaker in a couple of short days. Have a good one.
Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.